Hello everybody, Brad Johnson here. In this video, I'm going to be channeling Adronus through my own pyramid that I have here in my living room. And this is the first time I've actually done a channeling inside a pyramid. So Adronus is going to come through and he's going to be talking about the giants of Meldek. So with this transmission, as I'm basically just sitting in a uh, floor chair, I won't be doing my usual rotation that I usually do simply because I can't. <laughs> Not really in this chair. So uh, Adronis is going to come through via the pyramid and also just we're, I'm going to be experimenting with the uh, amplification of this pyramid to get an impression about how it feels while I'm channeling Adronis inside this pyramid and of course talking about a very exciting topic about the giants of Meldek. So I'll go ahead and bring Adronis in and we'll get started. We are here. At this time, we bid you greetings and thank you very much for the opportunity of this interaction today. I am Adronis of Sirius, sending love, appreciation, and gratitude to all who are tuning into this broadcast through your internet collective consciousness. We are happy to begin this transmission through a very natural structure representing that of a pyramid. And so we will speak to you today as it relates to that of the giants of Meldek. Now, when you're looking at your original fifth planet, that is now your asteroid belt that once was what you would know as a super-sized Earth hundreds of thousands of years ago, because the aspect of Meldek represented that of a much colossal Earth in stature, the idea of much of its common life forms would also be considered to be colossal as well. We would invite all of you at this particular time to close your eyes and to join us for a brief meditation as we all begin to explore the planet of Meldek together. For it is here with us in this very moment as everything exists now. So let yourself get relaxed for a moment. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. See yourself going beyond your planetary sphere of Earth, beyond your moon, beyond the planet of Mars, where you now see 360 degrees around you, representing that of your asteroid belt. We ask you now, within your imagination, to feel all of that debris from the asteroid belt that is now being recollected, reabsorbed into a spherical mass. This spherical mass is now transforming into that of a planet. This planet now represents that of an Earth-like world, very similar to how you see your Earth. We would ask you now to travel towards that planet. You will see for yourself that this planet is as indeed colossal. And as you enter its atmosphere, you will notice that it too had a blue sky 
you will notice that it too had clouds, very thick, fluffy clouds. And as you move past the clouds, you will see enormous mountain ranges upon vast continents that existed upon Maldek. In fact, you will discover that many of these mountain ranges would be much larger than what you would know as your own Mount Everest. Much larger in size. Even larger than Olympus Mons upon Mars. Vast mountains stretching out as far as the eye can see. And going in closer. And now being able to observe the wildlife. For upon those lands you do see human beings that are giant in stature. You may also see dinosaurs. You may also see colossal insects. You may also see trees and other particular forms of nature that are the size of skyscrapers or even larger. You may also start to see technologies of cities, crystal in form, again reaching almost at the peak of some of these trees, and some even going up to the points of mountains. You will see much of these particular technologies that do resemble some similarity to what you understand in your own discoveries and research of what was available within Atlantis. For there were spacecraft that were flying throughout the skies. There were beings that existed within Inner Maldek, like in our Gotham network. And there were those beings that were upon the surface indigenous tribal beings not in the idea where they were completely oblivious to the aspects of technology quite the opposite but there were many natural surroundings upon Maldek and of course you would see the oceans upon Maldek very similar to the oceans that you have upon your earth and just fly around the sky. Get a very good bird's eye view of what you are able to see as you fly throughout the skies of Maldek. And we ask you now to come back into your physical form, to come back into your present body as the timelines now change, as the beautiful planet Maldek, colossal in size, now returns back into the form of the asteroid belt between your planet Mars and planet Jupiter. And as you move back into your own planetary sphere, into your own physical body, and into this present moment. And when you are ready, you may return and open your eyes.
what you just experienced was some type of recollection of the planet Maldek, because many of you hold the memories of Maldek within yourselves. That the beginning times that represented Earth, in fact, many of the earlier colonists that came to this world were the giants. And they were the giants of Maldek. That these giants were of various sizes. Some were 7 to 10 feet, 11 to 15 feet, 15 to 20 feet, 20 to 26 feet, 26 to 35 feet, 35 to 40 feet, and on rare occasions, even up to 50 feet tall. Now, those that basically had much of the grandiose heights, between 30 to 40, and even the rare ones that were 50 feet tall, had a great discomfort in attempting to have a life here on planet Earth. They came here because they had nowhere else to go. Maldek was destroyed. Because Maldek was destroyed, they had very small limitations of choices to decide where they would live. Mars, Earth. And so, some migrated to Mars, some migrated to Earth. Those that remained on Earth, again, that were of this very tall stature, again, had a very uncomfortable time, simply because Maldek's gravity was somewhat lighter than both Mars and Earth. Earth, again, with its own different forms of structure, made its own gravitation, as you understand it, pertaining to these giants, very uncomfortable. In fact, they could only stand for certain amounts of time. Much of the time they needed to lay down. They needed to rest. This also decreased much of their life force vitality as well. They had short lifespans. Whereas upon Maldek, their lifespans would basically be triple in that way. So basically, you could state that much of the gravitational stress reduced their lifespan to one-third of its original potential. Now, not only were these particular giants, humans, from Maldek here and settled in earlier colonies upon your planet, but much of the wildlife that was captured by one of the particular arcs that you would know as your own moon was also transporting wildlife upon the Earth. Again, all for the aspect of preservation. This is why when you're looking back in some of your ancient fossil records, you may actually discover the remains within fossilized forms of insects or other particular form of insectoid beings that were colossal as well. These again are signs of Maldek because as you discovered throughout your meditation, you would see insects that were very much larger than the insects that you have upon your planet. Now this is primarily how super-Earths work. Super-Earths will basically have much more of a macrocosmic form to many different forms of indigenous life, from humans, from reptiles, from amphibians, from insectoids, even through the idea of amoeba, even through the idea of certain parasites, even through much of your aquatic life. 
much more exponential in size simply because of the gravitational equilibrium of that world. Because of that gravitational equilibrium, there would require to be the idea of impressive size, colossal size, in order for that particular animal, creature, life form, to function appropriately upon that surface. So where you have discovered, quote-unquote, super-Earths, throughout your telescopes and other forms of technologies, wherever you discover larger Earths than your own, these would, most likely, yes, inhabit giants. So, this is primarily what had taken place. When Maldek was destroyed, again, there was a pilgrimage from Maldek to Mars to Earth to your moon to the moon of Ceres, and even, in some cases, even to Venus. Now, basically, the giants that came upon your world, again, were refugees. Now, some of these particular giants, again, as we stated, were various in sizes. But because of their even intelligent minds, they would come to your world and they would meet many of your kings and your emperors, etc. This goes back into your biblical proverbs. That the Nephilim, the giants, were on the earth during those days. They were men of old, men of renown. Basically, in that sense, they had much to share, even as it relates to language. In fact, if you were to look into a lot of your Celtic and Norse philosophies, the Celtic and Norse philosophies, even in regards to their language, was that of a descendants from Maldek. The idea of the runes that many of you may use as well, too, was also that of a language provided through Maldek. So, there is much influence upon your culture. This is, in that sense, why you look into Norse and Celtic, shall we say, lore in that way that there have been many tellings, many folk tales, many mythologies of what you would know as large giants. Do not think that this is all there was. Again, through much of your own ancient Asian culture, your ancient Indian culture, much of your Middle East in that sense, there were again other tellings of giant people in that way. But even through the kings and emperors that existed upon that time, there were giants that were male, in that sense, that were offered the human daughters as an appreciation for all that they have been able to bestow to those particular kings, emperors, rulers, in that sense, with their knowledge. Now, some of you may say, well, Adronis, if these giants were so massive, how could they possibly mate with the females on this planet? The whole idea is that many of these giants that did meet and did court these particular women were really no more different than some of what you would refer to as your largest giants that you may be aware of today, from about the seven to eight to eight and a half feet tall, which again is compatible as it relates to the idea of procreation. So basically this is what took place and that these giants did mate with many of the females upon your planet, and the females bore children. And these children would also represent themselves to become giants, or as we would say, 
human hybrids, and that these giants themselves would continue to flourish upon the lands as well. Sometimes they would work together with humans, sometimes they would go their own way. Now basically, other giants that existed upon the planet at that time would basically want to kill these particular hybrid giants, simply because they felt they were that of impurity. So the giants had many different forms of sects as it relates to themselves, different factions. There were giants that were very happy to work together alongside humanity. In fact, they would help humanity to build. They would help humanity to construct. And there were those in that sense who were quite malicious. They wanted nothing to do with humanity. In fact, many of them could be considered cannibals and would actually eat human beings. They would also be able to eat other particular forms of earth-based animals whole simply because that is primarily more so of their own aspect of barbarism in that way. They wanted to be left alone. They basically felt so much trauma losing their own planet and they felt accursed in being on part a much smaller planet that they could barely live on. So the giants of Meldek had many different, shall we say, perspectives, many different contrasts as it relates to themselves, just as you humans are relating to yourselves. Different contrasts, different perspectives altogether. Now basically, many of these particular giants also formed particular factions to overthrow certain villages and towns during that particular time, as time progressed. As time progressed doing, during these eras, they would attempt to overthrow kingdoms, they would attempt to overthrow towns and villages simply because they were being labeled as a threat. They were being very malicious to humanity, they were killing humans, they were feeding upon humans in that way. And again, this would represent much of the malicious factions. And basically, appeals went out to make sure that all giants, no matter who they were, were to be exterminated. And so there were many great wars that took place, again, throughout your European, your Asian continents, even throughout your North and Southern America as well. Again, all throughout a great span of time. But basically, the giants themselves were being overwhelmed by numbers, simply because of the resourcefulness that humanity had. So this was during the times of Atlantis. This was even after Atlantis, into the times of your ancient Egypt, into the times of ancient Rome, etc. And so giants have basically diminished themselves within the past several thousands of years, at least for those who are on the surface. There are still giants that do exist, but they are much smaller in number. Because of all the great wars that took place in being able to exterminate many of these giants as they were seen as quote-unquote colossal threats, no pun intended, but they were basically hunted down. Many human soldiers in that sense would actually consider it to be the ultimate prize or the ultimate trophy if they were actually being able to bring down a giant. They would be celebrated as legendary men. They would be celebrated as legendary hunters or legendary warriors, and they would actually be rewarded quite well if they were able to bring down giants. So, the amount of giants upon your planet was definitely within the thousands or hundreds of thousands in that way. 
Again, much of the aspects relating to the gravitation of your planets killed off many of those particular giants, again, with only a third of their lifespan. They were also having difficulty in being able to reproduce, simply because of their low vitality upon this planet. And so the giants did not last that long. It basically was, quote-unquote, a slow time of perishing for these particular colossals. They were simply not compatible fully with this planet. They attempted to work with their DNA as best as they could, but they simply represented a different archetype that required another planet that they no longer had access to. And so they basically did what they could to make do. This is why some of the other giants would start to work together with humanity as a means of being able to preserve their progeny. And so again, this is why certain women were able to give birth to hybrid giants. And that again, <clears throat> over the ages, as these other particular hybrid giants met together, they also began to procreate as well too, and create families. In fact, again, many of these family giants can also move much into the excess of growth, much greater than to their parents. For example, there could be parents that were eight feet tall, giving birth to children that moved up to nine or even 10 feet tall. And then of course, over the ages, starting to move into these giants that could be that of 12 to even 15 feet tall over time. And so basically many of these particular giants became xenophobic. Many of them would actually exist within caves. Some would actually retreat into mountains. In fact, many of the areas of your Alps within Europe, again, areas within Ireland, etc., would also represent certain technologies where giants would be able to create their dwellings out of mountains. It was also quite common that giants who were fallen in battle would actually have burials contained in mountain sides. It took a great deal of physical strength and many numbers to move these particular giants, but they were basically buried within some of these open vaults or open valleys that through over time and through erosion became the idea of great mountain sides to where their own bones, their own fossil remains would be part of that burial monument within the mountain. So there is a great history as it relates to the Maldek humans, to where much of the giants had emerged from, from your original fifth planet. Again, as we have stated, they have also dwelled upon Mars as well. For when the time comes, when you'll be able to have more people coming upon Mars and doing investigation, you will find many of the fossil remains very similar to what you found on Earth, from giants, from dinosaurs, from giant insects, from all of these other particular forms of life forms that once existed upon the surface of Maldek. So, there is always so much to tell, but that would be a summary as it relates to these giants that came together and introduced the giant phenomena on your planet. It all began with human beings, giant in form, from the planet Maldek. We thank you very much for the opportunity of this interaction today. I am Adronis of Sirius, and we now return to the conduit. We will speak to you again, as now is forever, and all is one. Goodbye for now.
Okay guys, thank you so much. So it was really interesting having this uh, channeling here in the pyramid. I didn't feel too much of a difference. There was kind of a light amplification, but uh, usually when I'm going through the rotation that I usually do with the Dronos, it gets pretty charged up. And just sitting here in the pyramid, it felt like kind of a nice delicate amplification energy. So not too much of a change as it relate to my ability to channel, but I wanted to try it out even for experimentation purposes to see how it felt. So felt good. But anyways, thank you so much for checking out this video today. Uh, for any questions on this video or any other videos on my channel, please feel free to visit my website, realitywhisperer.com. You can visit the contact section, of course, private sessions, light circuitry attunements, Akashic record sessions, free media, free meditations, and a lot more available there as well. Thank you again. Take care. And I'll speak to you again in another perspective of the now. Namaste and goodbye.